He's asking questions about Instagram. Yeah. What is he? Uh, <coughs> what is he? What is he asking? It's a random news. Well, you know how parents are. But um, my dad was. How to hide the me. bitches? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no comment. I can't. Yo, <laughs> sometimes I begin the notification that I had uh, to your dad <laughs> that your dad wants to like message or send a message to random noobs, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's Giovanni's dad doing? What happened was he wanted to keep sending me stuff on Facebook, right? And I was like, listen, I don't have Facebook. So when I found out that like that whole uh, messenger shit works with IG now, so I was like, oh, uh-huh. if you want, just send it to me here. But then I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, sent them, I said, no, don't send it to random news email. Send it to my regular account because I updated the messaging <coughs> so it can accept the uh, messenger from Facebook. Mm. But apparently he keeps sending it on both sides. So <laughs> I don't know if he keeps doing it like if he recently. Yeah, when I saw when I saw him send a message to random news, I was like, whoa, I'm not touching that. He's like, nah, yeah. that's, that's what you're I, I, I would do this. I would do this. I was doing the same thing. I was like, I ain't opening that shit up. I don't know what the fuck that could be. <laughs> now, I mean, I don't want to insinuate anything, but that's how, that's how I am. Just like, oh, I, nah, ain't, nah, I, ain't, nah. I, ain't, I ain't touching that message. It's just videos he sees on the gram and, I mean, on Meta, and he wants to send it to me because I, I don't know, some Facebook links you can't really share as a, the video itself or the source of it, so... It's easier for him. Yeah, that's weird when it comes to sharing that on um when you come when you see something on Facebook you want to share this uh, share with someone, so, you know it doesn't put the video. You click on the link and then it takes you to Facebook, but if you don't have an account, you're pretty much asked out. Yeah, it's like they want you to get an account. It's like oh, okay, I'll open <laughs> yeah. my account so I can watch this video. And- yeah, because that that was me when I uh, disabled my shit like years ago. But then my friends would every now and then send like um like a link to something. And it'd be like a funny video or whatever. But every time I would click it, Facebook would be like, oh, uh, log in or sign up so you can see this video. I'm just like, wow, I don't want to do all that. I'll tell you this. Facebook is, they're pretty clever when it comes to trying to delete, disable, or just leave. They're like, are you sure you want to leave? Are you sure? Yeah, I I imagine a lot of websites do that. No, 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 no. Facebook really does it. Because I remember deleting my, like, putting the account into delete and I kept having to go through different phases just to delete it. It's like, why you want to delete? Are you <coughs> sure? You could put a temporary, um, um, a ban, but like, you know, putting it temporary away and then you come back later. Right. And then I was like, no, I'm good. I want to delete it. I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm good. You know, I kept writing that. And then they're like, okay, in three months, your account will be permanently deleted. If any, just in case you want to come back. So maybe like a week before, two weeks before that three weeks, I kept getting a barrage of emails like, hey, your account might be deleted. Sign back in to save it. Come back, come back, come back. I'm like, bro, I told you I wanted to leave. Leave me alone. And it just kept on, kept on. Like, I don't, with other accounts, other stuff, I do it once and that's it. It's out the door. If anything, I just get that's, newsletters. That's me, that's me with the, with that will happen with my Snapchat, like, probably three weeks ago. I got rid of it because I'm, I barely use it. I was like, ah, I mean, I use more Twitter <clears throat> and um, Instagram more than I do Snapchat. So I, I got rid of that. You know, you could choose, like, you know, deactivate or delete your account. And then it does the same thing where it's like, okay, we understand your um, request to deactivate or delete it, but we'll do it in 30 days. And I've gotten only two emails from the last, in the last three weeks about like, oh, you know, it's still there. You can activate it whenever you want. You don't got to go. Like that type of shit. I'm just like, Jesus. It's, it's, It's annoying. Because it's just like, no, if I know what I'm doing, I'm not, I, I didn't accidentally stumble upon the deactivate account button. 
I don't want this shit. Just let me fucking do it. And if I want to start a new one, I'll start a fucking new one. Man, I will say this though: Facebook is like old world, old world star. Old world star, mm. you think? At this point, what I'm saying is like they got some wild shit on it, and that's how everyone sends the videos now. Like, don't be like, it's, oh, check world star. It's like check Facebook out. Like I made a page, for, you know, for my drawings and shit, just so I could join art groups. Mm-hmm. And I saw the little video tab, and I got curious. I saw crackheads fight. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> saw somebody get shot. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? But what? yeah, you you post this on Instagram, you get banned. But hey, fuck Facebook, right? Like, I mean, Facebook's doing a better job than World Star's been doing. I feel like I haven't seen a fight in World Star in so long. I miss those fight comps. Oh, like, oh, fight comps were the shit. <laughs> yo, I fuck yo. That was I always want to look forward to almost every single week because every week I think it would be like Fridays and Thursdays. That's when yeah, they were post like yeah. the, the new fight comes, and I would always be like, "Yes." That was... they, haven't, they haven't done that in so long. I'm just like, "Fuck, I miss these things, man." Because people, I think, are just more uh, delicate about that shit. But that was like the golden age of fucking world star. Yeah, but then it also makes you wonder at the same time too, because it's just like, is there really that many fights going on around the world that people are recording that they have enough content to fill every week for like? 18 or like 15 minutes of video it's just like damn i mean people are recording everything so i'm sure they have more than enough probably fight every day every <laughs> fight right now uh, probably but that's my thing with um what you call it you know that show ridiculousness with rob deirdrick on mtv yeah. oh that's my I, shit with that i love that it, show it, it's a fun show you know if you want to just like turn your brain off but then in my mind i'm thinking of how long that show's been on how many new episodes they do in like a single day and how many reruns that shit has. It's just like, yo, how can you have this many internet videos that you're fucking reacting to? There has to be a point where it's just like, there's no more videos. Because nah, I feel like Ridiculous has been on, I feel like for like 10 years at this point. Dog. Yeah, but go before that. Uh, before that, America's Funny Home Videos or AFP, mm. whatever it's called. And oh, that's, that's been out true. for way longer before the internet was even a thing like the way we see it now. Yeah. And they was out. And I think it's still going. It's just revolving, uh, like a rota- rotating door it's of the guest. Like, yeah. yeah, it's rotating door of the, no, the host. The host. The host. And um, it's like, I mean, it's still being digital now. But yo, can, you, can you imagine in the days of America's funniest home videos with your big ass camcorder just like recording <laughs> your family doing some crazy shit? And then Literally, with the v- oh, big ass VHS, mailing that shit to funniest home videos to let them watch and to be a potential contestant on their finals or whatever. Yeah, imagine you send it and they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, can you resend it? Like, that's my only copy, bro. <laughs> like, it's I spent twenty dollars to send it to you. Yeah, I, I don't even know how much. This shit's like this big. The box. I don't know how much VHS tapes used to cost back in the days, but compared to now, I'm sure it was like a lot of money. Because, you know, back then, I, I just, the $20 CD, you know, a $20 music CD was a lot. But nowadays, $20 for a CD, it's just like, oh, all right, yeah, sure. When you had a rewind of VHS oh. tape with a sex scene in it, <laughs> like that nut was worth it. You know what I mean? Like it, that, you had to work for that. Like you had to time it right. Like, like you had to Play. rewind it just okay, right. No. Yeah. Play. <laughs> Like uh, we're, we're too far, we're too far into the scene. No, 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 no. Back up, back up, back up. We gotta get the beginning, the build up. You know, because without the build up, I can't really complete my nut. You know, it's a yeah. half nut. 
I got to get the stroke game right. Come on. <laughs> you know, I need a certain amount of strokes before I reach that apex, just like them. You know, I got to match it up. You know? <laughs> Tell me it wasn't worth it, though. Like, once you bust it, you're just like, oh, oh yeah. It was wild, man. Yeah, when you done, just press the stop button, just pop, and just pops out. Fucking like, stop button's mad fucking moist. But why? All crusty and shit. Why the playboy is like the biggest shit and everything else is mad small? You're like trying to press this back over <laughs> wine and all this is like, you know, there's more to life than just play. Who knows, <laughs> man? Man, so how are you guys? How you guys been since we last recorded? Because apparently now we're just releasing video uh, episodes nonstop. So I, I got to even know what the other week technically right now is. Uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say what day it is. Don't say oh, okay. it, what day it is. Okay, it's a day that we recorded after episode 90. This is episode 91. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's been going on? Shit, well, I'm we just... Gotta, ex- we we, we got to get ahead of these videos just in case. We got yeah. to, like, stockpile some of these wherever we have days that none of us can do it. It's just like, that's all right. We got a day recorded. So no. We'll just you just press record up. and go. <laughs> Shit, we're, somebody's always available. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, look, yo, look at him. He's already like, yeah, I'm planning some Mondays, man. <laughs> oh, oh, Kenny, right? He's yeah. Like, shit. He's like, Hell I just. Yeah. Oh wait, remember that shit I told him in the beginning? You need a certain amount of time to load up your hours. He's like, hmm, I was here for the last four episodes, <laughs> and I think I have enough for a day. Yeah, last four episodes gives me is able to give me a day off. He's like, hmm, next Monday, guys, seems pretty good. <laughs> well, let's just get straight into the shit, right? Oh. Since uh, last episode, you you spoke about astral world and all the symbolism and all this other oh, shit, right? Shit. And you you started, <laughs> you went off in the group chat. Kind of. My my Instagram has nothing but that shit. My TikTok, every everything. I got I, it that, all. <laughs> yeah. And you sent me the fucking eyeball thing with the high, with the collider shit, and I'm yeah, like, oh, okay, like I see it now. That's crazy, like. I, I, what the fuck? Like, it is still a hot topic, by the way. I'm surprised. Why? Well, why is it a hot topic? I think there's, you know, they want to. And also, like, what's the end goal here? Shit, if we knew the end goal, we wouldn't be here right now. We'd probably be in Revelations, if anything. No, we want to go by the Bible and shit. <laughs> what I'm, at, what I'm, I guess, what I'm asking is, all right, everybody pointed out, pointed out all this, all these symbols, right? Yeah. You know, he he's on Satan's dick, right? Mm-hmm. What now? You know, it's it's because of the age we live in now, right? Because like TikTok and like I'm I'm fine. Like, hear my hear me out. Because I find a lot more videos on TikTok on certain topics that I really wouldn't find on YouTube or Instagram. That wave of that information or just people's opinions and you know their research out there, and the growth of it, I see more of it, and a lot of people are are, are doing these type of videos, right? So. When it could, maybe if, if let's say there was no TikTok, this thing would have just been a footnote to the conspiracies, so to speak. People will see the signs. It really wouldn't get that much traffic. Most of the media would just be like, somebody died and somebody needs, somebody needs to be fine. And then that, that's it. Let's go on. Right. At least when it comes to, you know, the mainstream media of the Travis Scott um, Astro World thing. Right. But now, since we, you know, a lot of people so far not waking up, but they just seen the signs and seen the coincidence and like a lot of the media is it's like telling you the truth 
or, or or the truth that we perceive and just making like TV shows and like like they just they don't care anymore. If if, if let's say this is the real truth about the <laughs> things they're doing, then the mainstream media is just putting it out there on all types of platforms, right? And because of that movement and because people are seeing it more and you know like the social media, because now people are noticing it. This whole Travis Scott thing is not dying because now a lot of people are sharing that information and with TikTok. And with the end goal, I don't see an end goal because I feel like what's going to happen today, another event is going to happen in three days. It's always going to be something to distract you from the, the previous one to keep on moving. And every time something big like this happens, there's always something in the background, uh, politically-wise, that gets signed that no one pays attention to. Or it's getting closer to sign that it's like, taking away more rights or, or just being bad for us in general. Now, the end goal for this concert, maybe, you know, going into it, like if you want to think about demonic and, and, and satanic and shit, was just an offering. You want to see it in that way. Um, I, I believe that we're at a point that the world can end very quickly. Like, all it takes is just one of these countries just throw up one bomb in the air and everyone's going to start retaliating in that aspect. Or, you know, if one demon comes out and that's it, it just takes over everything, you know? But then it's like, what's really the end goal of, like, you want to take over the world, you know, God's angels come, you know, going with the Bible and shit. Like, what's really the goal, you know? I you just really believe it. that? Which one? The the whole war at the end of the yeah, world? Like the whole like demons and, and, and angels coming down and... Picking you up in the Lambo? Yeah, uh, uh, yes, but not with the way the Bible describes it. I do believe there is a spiritual war out there. I'm not going to sit here and say, Mike, uh, four archangels, I think four or three going to come down there in their horses, the four horsemen just fucking save the world, and then there's a battle, stuff like that. I don't think that, but I do think that we're currently fighting a spiritual war, and we will fight sooner or later, but not... If something like that was to happen, I think our minds would explode and we just couldn't handle it. Like, some shit like that, in my opinion. Okay, now when you say spiritual war, spiritual, spiritual war, what do you mean? Well, because when I say that, the way we used to live in the past was very uh, open and open, very open, you know, besides all the fucked up shit that was happening. Like, we had freedom... You know, there wasn't like, you have to do this, you have to do that. We wasn't technically mentally enslaved. And the spiritual war, I'm, with what is going on now, if you look at it, everything that we like to entertain, like we entertains us, that we're interested in, subdues us. It doesn't promote us to be better. It doesn't promote love up, uh, upon each other. It's all just hate, jealousy, pride, and greed, like the seven, seven deadly sins. And everyone just keeps getting separated from each other, you know? COVID separating us, the vaccine separating us, the politics is separating us. When at the end of the day, it should just all be about love. Because when you, when you feel that collectivism uh, with love and everyone around you, your internal, I don't care if you don't believe or not, but you can feel this. Your internal frequency just gets uplifted. You know, when you're in a good vibe with other people, you enjoy that, right? You always remember it. It's something you want to recapture. And you feel so good about it. That's your energy being lifted further and just rising your frequency. And the spiritual wars, like with the music, with the with the media, it's 
It's to dumb you down, to keep you down. It doesn't want you to critically think. It does not want you to, to make a movement. Because the moment you do start a movement and get some traction, you could either be bought out or you be, you know, shut down in more than one ways. And because, you know, the media is so powerful that they control a lot of things. Like, there's really only seven companies that own the entire media in the world. And most, and most of the shit we watch, Disney owns it without you knowing. Disney and I forget the other ones. Um, but it's just to keep us docile. The food, you know. You don't see no one promoting, hey, why don't you work out? Why don't you do this? And the people who do promote that, you get shitted on. You know, the first thing Dave talked about with Joe Rogan, you're talking about ivermectin, right? But people don't know it's two different pills. It's a horse dewormer pill, but there's also a pill you can take. But you can't just go over the counter and get and get the one prescribed for you for your body. You got to get the, that's the horse dewormer you can get. But then people took away that. he, The message he's saying is like, listen, you don't have to take ivermectin. This is what I took. But his message was like, healthy living, work out, do this, do that. No, everybody just wants to go. Like there was um the most re- one of his most recent episodes he had with Cameron Hayes, Hayes Hayes, and they were just talking about nothing about living. Everything we do, just like I said, keep us docile. But Joe was saying it more with his with that with the host, and I agree with him. You know, the things you do like working out and like like working out, hunting for your meat, so to speak, or just. Anything in general that requires some physical work, your body starts adapting to that. But if all we do all day is work 40 hours because that's what they make us do, that we're, we're struggling just to get by, to be so tired, you come home, and what's the first thing you do? You know, which is nothing wrong. It's understandable. You sit down, watch TV, and you eat, and you eat food, and then your body starts adapting to that, and then, you know, your bones weaken. You might get, you know, more susceptible to different viruses, diseases. You know, the truth is in fiction. And take a little piece of fiction from the movie Wally. All those guys in that movie, they all got comfortable with being on those wheelchairs. And then their bones were so brittle that they try to stand up. It, you know, it can break, which is a true thing. Like of the human uh, anatomy. So those guys who do push their body and do work out, your body adapts to it and gain longevity. I, I don't like that whole idea that, oh, if you do this, you're going to end up old and the crap of your back's going to hurt. I, I think with the proper technique and stretching and just being aware of these things with the right fuel, you can last longer, you know? And that's just my... I mean, and my last thing is like, look at our the people from our our past generations. Like in Puerto Rico, there's a lot of people, a lot of my family members lived up to the year 100. And, you know, what they did every day, they went out on the farm, they worked. Yeah, they would maybe smoke a cigar here and there or, or eat bad and stuff. But at the end of the day, they always was working. They always constantly moving and, and working in their hands and mind, just living off the land. And it shows. Shit, Japan's the same thing. I hope I answered your question somewhat. Yeah, you, you really... <laughs> You all right, Kenny? No, it's just a lot of information to intake. I know, I know, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, maybe no, it's all right. It's all right. Again, and then like take pieces of it, and oh, okay, you know. See, what I learned is just a collectivism of seven years. 
and plus. Like from 9-11 was 2001. So let's say from 2005 to now and more heavily after uh, college. But I was always, you know, pieces here and there. Especially after YouTube was created, I was really on that. All right. Well, can I ask you something? What are you doing to like, like you see all this shit happening, right? Because you, you like you, you're really like this Travis yeah. Scott thing or just like, uh, just everything you just hit, right? What are you uh-huh. doing to like in in sense like uh, I guess like leading by example, right? Like what is it that you're doing? That's actually perfect. That's like physically, I'm not doing anything, so to speak. Like, oh no, no, hold on, let me hold on, bro. Come on, you asking me a question. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you, bro. Come on, I'm but. getting into it. Physically, <clears throat> I'm not doing anything ex- ex- uh, extraneous, like outside of my job. But in my job, I am not lazy when it comes to the the way of the packages and stuff. I don't complain if something's like 80 pounds. I take care. You know, I I'm getting my so somewhat uh, physical resistance, right? But uh, as a recent or maybe the last year i've been going on my own spiritual journey of of learning is of learning what is it that i want to do what i want to focus on because like i have spoken to you before uh on the side there's a lot of things i'm interested in there's a lot of things i would love to do but because i have so many i end up doing nothing so like i'm learning more and more every day with myself like you know loving myself that hey do one thing and i'm and i'm I'm creating my own structure, my own foundation on how to pick that one and stay committed to it and then keep moving further. Um, my dad just did the marathon last um, last weekend, and it was beautiful, and it inspired me to do it. But I have my ultimate goal would not to be the marathon. That would be a great achievement, and I do plan on doing that uh, either 2022 or 2023. I don't know how... It works for qualification. You can't just sign up and do it. You know what I mean? You have to do nine plus nine races plus a community event, and then you—it's a whole in the process. But my ultimate wait, goal. You, wait, you have to do like a checklist before you can sign up for a marathon. Yes, there there are races you have to do throughout the year to get to that point. There's nine races. <laughs> Not all of them was like a marathon. Some were like five k, which is like three miles. Some was like ten. Yeah, it's miles. like three, like three and a half miles. Or five five k's, ten k's, maybe twenty k's, shit like that. But you just have to hit each box at your time and your leisure. You just have to finish before a certain amount of time. Mm. And, and then a community service event, you know, which is like one of the races handing out water or flyers or bibs, whatever. You just got to check the box. So I don't know about that, but that's that's in my checklist, right? But my ultimate goal, which I have done it once, but not as good as I could because my ankle messed up, is a, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a Spartan race. The thing you showed me. Yes, it's an op- yes, an obstacle race that um, some of them could be three miles, some of them could be ten, some of them can be fifteen, and some of them are twenty four hours. What? But it's but it's spread out by uh, obstacle courses, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's obstacle courses in between, and yes, the twenty four hour ones. Like, how many times can you do it within twenty four hours? It's called um, I think it's called a Spartan Spartan Race Ultra. I think that's what it's called, or the Sp- Spartan Race Ultra twenty four. And there's there's different varying uh, categories of it. And I have done the the beginning the beginner one like three times, and I also done one of the hardest one, which is called the beast, which is twelve miles. But but you know, <laughs> it's twelve, but it actually ends up to be fourteen or fifteen because each trail you're doing is much longer. And 
when I did that the first time, I had a bruised ankle, but I did all the ones I could do without fucking up even more. I did finish it, but I still felt like I didn't finish it. That if that makes sense. Like I didn't get to do all the obstacles. So did you get the bruised did you get the bruised ankle prior to you doing the run or during the run? No, during the run. I was doing the monkey bars and when I landed uh, I landed in a horrible position that I mm-hmm. fucked up my, my left ankle. And it's funny because the, the day before, my dad did it, and he fucked up his right ankle. It's same same course. Mm-hmm. Not the same <laughs> event. I mean, the same obstacle, but same shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but accomplishing that, and also, which is part of my foundation, because there was a part that I was exhausted, and I hate mustard. But I heard that mustard can help heal cramps, and I just... I just took a piece of mustard and just like they give it to you and you just, you know, like you know, like a ketchup packet and it just ate the whole shit and it helped me out. And I was like, yo, if I like Wait, I, they, I had a chick they, they gave that to you at the smart race when you rolled your ankle? Well, there's certain points that they give you uh, like water, bananas and shit like that or little protein uh-huh. bars. And <laughs> at that point, it was a mustard oh, on top of the other things. And I remember uh, that it heals or at least alleviates the cramps. So I, I said, I didn't even know that. It doesn't have power they, month, uh, I think. They actually, that they should give you mustard packets for that. That's crazy. I didn't yes. know that. So at that point, I had two options. One was either tell a medic, it's like, I can't do this. Take me back or to continue. And I was, what, you really toughed in? it out. Yeah. I told myself, if I can eat this mustard and not bitch about it and say, you know what? I'm going to do it through. Then why can I sorry, do the whole race? Funny. It's whatever. I can do the whole race. And with me continuously keeping pushing, push, and then especially during the end, I started getting the adrenaline. I was actually running on my shit, on my ankle. I was like, wait, if I was able to do that, like, why can't I do other things? Which is something I always remember. Like, I know that when the time comes for it, I'm mentally ready or prepared to do what I need to do to finish whatever extraneous task. Like, it, like it, it literally felt not life-threatening, but it felt like shit. I'm alone, even though my family was there. But I was like, "Nah, go. Ahead. Don't worry about me. I'm good." But I was like, "Shit, I can do this." Like I broke my own mental barrier to finish this race. So going with that as the foundation and me trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do. I want to do all of that because it's something called the trifecta. You do a the super beast and ultra, uh, super sprint and ultra. Oh no, beast, and you get another medal on top of that. And that's something I always wanted to do. And also like not compete with my dad but my dad has done like three of those already you know three yeah. or four something like that it's not like people i want to say i have done it too and that is going to be my physical journey to it and like like every day i come home i'm I'm always thinking okay how can i improve how can i do this and you know i it, it's very hard i know you get home you get you're exhausted and shit but i like to keep that open positivity mind that like i can do it i just have to Break my own mental barrier and start doing it. Like at home, we already doing like the, the 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 food and stuff like that. You know, we stacked stocked up and all that good healthy living and shit. You know, and that we can afford because can't go crazy on it. Just you know the alternative. But um, I feel like I'm already on that journey to fulfill my physical thing. My my goal for 2022 is to compete. What I was telling the Spartan race, the the super, the beast, and the ultra. I mean, well. What a sprint, whatever, and and all the other ones that they have uh, have up there, like the tough mothers and shit like that. Tough mothers. You, you plan on doing all that within a year of twenty twenty two? 
Yeah, within the year. And <clears> I know <throat> it's possible because I have done it. I was just like, I almost did my own trifecta, but I was missing one, which was to eat the middle one, which was like 10 miles. I already did the hard one and the easy one. And I have done other races before that. But when I did it, I didn't feel like I, I was doing it at my maximum. I walked to some of them, you know, and I could have been jogging. Like, it, it, it's, it's different. Like, if you guys ever, ever would ever want to do one, I know the perfect event. We can do it. It'll be 100% fun. And there's also a race, like, called the Tough Mudder. And that one is not about competition. It's really about collectivism and, like, everyone working together to a goal. But that energy you feel with all the other people, like, like they're like, I can't do it. Like, no, I got you. Like, I, for random people, there was a... There's this one shit, and, and I'm sorry, I'm going off, but there's this one shit called the Pyramid Wall, and it's like the skateboarding ramps, right? Like, you know, like the half pikes, the half mm-hmm. pipe they do. You have to run up that and grab the top of it and pull yourself up, right? But it's very hard. You you have to be precise. And, you know, if you're kind of short, it kind of sucks, too. You're going to have to go even further because you got to reach that edge and then pull yourself and don't over. And they, don't they kind of put that towards, like, the end of the run yes, when you're, like, already is, exhausted and shit? That is literally the last, the last one. Uh-huh. So I remember doing it and like I was able to do it, you know, cause there's people there who also help you. And you know, my dad went first and he was up there. Right. So I go and that feeling of just like trying to grab your, the other guy's hand and like help, you know, my dad helped me up and did it. But then it's also like a mental, um, like an unwritten rule in a way that you help the, your fellow man. So I was there for at least a good, um, oh my God, at least a good half an hour helping so many out because we had a lot of family members do it. But after all of them went through, we were still helping other people out. Like, I can't. I have videos that I can show you guys, but just that shit of helping somebody and seeing that that like that look of accomplishment on that person's face raised my internal frequency, my energy, and that's something that I love when you when you do one of those type of obstacles. At least when it comes to tough mother. You know, because the Spartan race is more individual, and that one is more, you know, group-wise. Because there's no time or anything. It's just like, hey, have fun, do it, just complete the race. You know, it's like cheap, like $50 to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, like, I can't explain it. Unless you do it, I mean, and we all can do it here. Anthony, you can do it. Um, Kenny, John Troy, you guys can legit do it. Like, it's not as hard as you think it is. But once you do it, after you finish it, it's like you breaking all your mental barriers. Shit, I went off today. <laughs> but that's my physical journey of it. Like, I know I can do that. And that's right. what I want. I feel like that will fulfill me. Well, you I talk about know. a lot. You talk a lot about satanic symbolism and stuff. What about, like, spiritually, what are you doing? Spiritually, I'm more in tune with myself. Like, I, this, <laughs> I don't know if we spoke about it last time, but I was really being serious. I do leave a lot of things in the Lord's hands. Um, and not like, like I have my own rendition of the Lord because I always said this, like there's, there is a Bible, but that was written by man and it's, it is liable to be infallible. It can be wrong. Is it fallible or infallible? Whatever. Infallible. It's li- infallible, right? And you can't come and sit here and tell me, oh, follow this book or wait. Like, I think it's a great self-help book. It has great quotes and shit like that, but I can't follow that word to the T. A lot of things that throws me off. So when I think of the Lord, I think of my own Lord. I think there is a higher power. There is a Lord. Maybe I may have the Holy Trinity in my head, but I know there's something up there because there's too many shit 
there's too many things that happen in my life that the moment I say, I I take out me trying to control the situation and like I said, leaving the Lord's hands, it always works out in some way somehow. Maybe not that day, but tomorrow, or maybe just in the next five minutes. Like it's a very small example, but for me, every day when I go to work, it's very hard to find parking at times. And I say, you know what? I'm gonna find something, but I'm gonna leave it in His hands, and I'll find something. I'm not gonna stress it. I'm gonna just let it rock. And I feel like I'm more in tune. Like I'm, I'm putting that energy out there. I'm putting that in, you know, the, the the law of attraction. And you know what? I find something. I always, always find something. There's so many times when there's an event and all these, like I'm gonna go to a group of people, and they say, "Yo, this parking is hard," and I. My wife looks at me and I tell her because she has noticed this. She said, nah, Giovanni got it. We'll, we'll see you there. And all the <laughs> fucking time, I always get parking in the front. No bullshit. All the time I say, oh, it's the hardest thing. I'm like, watch, babe. And not to be egotistical. I don't say anything, but I'm like, I just show my wife, like, look, I leave it up to him and we get it. Or we find something. It, 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 I can't explain that. And that's, and then when other things in life, like, I'm like, damn, I'm stressed out. I, um, you know, I owe this or whatever. Something comes out and that helps me in that situation. I don't see it that moment. Or it's like when it happens, I'm like, holy shit. Like I laugh and like, I can't believe it. It actually worked out. And it always, it always works out, man. I I can't explain that unless you maybe understand what I experienced it. But for me, that's my spiritual thing. That's how I keep up. I keep the faith up. Uh, I don't like to, you know, Sorry, sorry. I saw this fucker flying like two minutes ago. I like to keep, you know, I I try strive hard to keep my family family dynamic well with love, positivity. I try to be, you know, spiritually there for my daughter and shit like that. You know, and I don't mean like, oh, you could be there for your daughter, but are you physically, like emotionally wise, there for her? And that to me is is spiritually as well. Same for my wife and, you know, different family members and stuff like that. You know, and on Sunday, and we had the race. The energy with all my family members there was fucking like, it was contagious, and I missed it because like I haven't hung out with them a lot. But every time we do hang out, it, it it's, man, like my wedding was the, was the craziest type. Another example of of energy, but my wedding was the most craziest shit. Because, first of all, I broke out my shell. Like Anthony, you can ask Tyrone. Tyrone was fucking surprised of half the shit I was doing or just the whole shit that was going on. What do you mean you broke out of your shell? I'm not, I, I, I'm very shy when it comes to the dance floor, so to speak. You know, I, I like to okay. sway in the back. But in like, you know, in, in the limo, I was trying to drink just to loosen myself up, but it didn't <laughs> work. But when I came in and, and I saw like, when me and my wife, wife walked in and I saw everybody, like, I was in love in love with, the whole shit that, man, I could you couldn't keep me off the dance floor that night. And and from that moment on, like, every time I go to somebody's wedding or whatever, I say, who gives a fuck? You're not going to remember me after this. And you know what? I'm living my life. Man, some, you know, sometimes me and my wife might be the first ones or the second ones, and we don't care. Or we, we still be dancing. And me, that's I would have never done that before my wedding. I would have, like, because of that energy I felt and because when you go to these events, like, you know, when, when you start and everyone else is having a great time, especially in weddings, you feel the elevation. Like, it's so contagious that you just, I want to keep chasing that feeling, that love. But like I said, going back to the satanic stuff, when you all these other things out there keeps you away from that. 
the music is all about, you know, individualism, pride, self, and all these other things that it takes you away from being a good family person, a father, or a good a son, or, or, you know, whatever it is. That that's why I see that, and I, you know, I see the signs, and I stay back. It was like, you know, I don't sit here and start telling everybody, oh, do this. You know, I, at one point, I used to, like, Jared, people, oh, how dare you, or, like, you crazy. So I'm like, you know what? So the people who do care, I speak to. Like, Anthony, he listens, so I share those things with him. You know, I send it to you guys sparingly, if you guys enjoy it or not. But, you know, at least you guys won't come in here like, you fucking stupid or whatever. It's just... You look at it, and I like to look at things logically, and I like to send it to you guys, and you fuck with it, you fuck with it, not. Maybe you might see something different, and I'm wrong. I just but, like having an open mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I like to see both sides of it. But when I see those things, I just like to keep myself out of it. You know? Um, I hope I answer your question again, Ant. <laughs> when, uh, when, when it comes to this whole good feeling thing that... I guess you're saying that, I guess, what is it, the government or just in general trying to keep people from being happy, you mean, like that? Yes, uh, and, I, and I, 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 it is the government, but it's, in my opinion, much higher. I mean, there's a lot of people in the government, but I believe it is secret societies only because of past history of alliteration of, you know, societies like, you know, Freemasons, Golden Bones, uh, Mm-hmm. I always forget uh, most of the names. I only remember the famous ones. I know I can sit here and, and go off with the names if I remember. But it's all about division, Kenny. The mo- like, when Black Lives Matter, when I first saw that, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. But in my opinion, like, in the beginning, it was guided well. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Hold on. Let me- Everything I said, instead of Black Lives Matter, I'm talking about cancer culture. When they started with Aunt Jemima, when they started with Pepe Le Pew and all these things, I was like, this is great that the people are getting together to collectively share their uh, disagreement on something, like, oh, this is wrong. And they actually forced companies to change because, you know, they don't want to lose money. But I felt it was misguided. I felt like if we could have kept that same energy on things that actually matter, you know, we could start with homelessness. We could start with why is rent so high. We could start with why is the schooling system a shit. You know, why is that people barely graduate from public schools and why is private schools so expensive and why you go, the idea is to go to college to gain debt, to get a high-paying job, to live your whole life, to pay off that, and then by the time you pay it off, you kind of can't because the interest rate is so high, but, like, no one talks about that, you know? No one talks about the things that we can fix about, we can get together and stop because, like, I think Anthony mentioned, like, the black dollar is, is strong. But then think about that grant more. Like, if everybody got together and just say, you know, our dollar really counts. If we just stop buying shit or really buying something that we can collectively agree on that is actually good for us and, you know, has all the morals and principles that we all agree on, who's really stopping us? And, and, and examples of that would be when everybody got together to put their money into GameStop and AMC. If, if the... If the government or the FE, um, the SEC did not get involved in that, a lot of people would have been, there would have been a lot of uh, generational millionaires or even billionaires. But because they was going to lose a lot of money out and because everyone got together on something, they had to stop that. You know, and even with the news reports afterwards, it was just to create more division. You know, and like I said, with the whole Black Lives Matter, and then they created a whole All Lives Matter, another form of division. 
Sorry, can I see your hand? I don't know where you. No, no, I was going to put mute because I, I was, I was going to put mute because I felt a sneeze. I didn't want to oh. do it in the, in the in thing. You know, and, and it's all about the divi- like division, man. Like, you know, Martin Luther King was bringing everybody together. You know, yes, he was talking about civil rights, but I believe if he would have kept on, shit, he could have been president. He could have kept. He the people were behind him. That power of just the group being together feared them. Because when we are together, who is really stopping us? You know, but we're stuck in these shitty situations that we sign our life away because we feel like there is no other alternative. We'll, grad, we'll gladly work 40 hours. No, excuse me. We we'll gladly work 80 hours a week. Yes, 80. Just to get that so-called house to put ourselves more in debt. You know, if, if people were thinking and, and being collective, man, like, if I would have had this, I could imagine if I would have told my family, yo, everybody stack your bread up. We're going to buy a multifamily. We're going to own this shit. Then we're moving on to the next. And then we're going to make our own real estate. We're going to start owning shits because we're putting all our money together. But then what happens? Pride, ego, greed. You know, and then you start seeing things you want to buy and it creates the more division. You know, it, it, like I said, if we were all together, nobody is really stopping and nobody's stopping us. But, you know, you throw race. You throw a COVID shot now, you know? I've noticed that that whole collective that you mentioned, I did notice that in this face group, in this face group, I'm not face group, Facebook group of uh, the Postal Maniacs that I joined like a couple months back. I have one on Reddit. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> okay. The, um, on one of the guys was suggesting like, yo, for all the members that are on here, we can all just throw in like $200 deep and then we can have like, I guess, the guy wanted to do like a postal insurance type thing. Wow. You know, that's really cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And with the amount of people we have on this, you know, that could potentially work. But the comments after he had posted that was nothing but just people like, oh, fuck you for thinking that I had $200 to spare or some shit like that. Like Damn. it starts going, like it starts going, like people are being mad at the guy for suggesting, listen, if we all pull in our money, we can all own a piece of something. And then that owning that piece of something builds, and then we just, just go on to the next thing while still, you know, making in that residual income and shit. But like you said, pride gets in the way. People's like, it's because I guess a lot of people feel like, oh, if it's not their idea, they don't want to do it. If it's someone else, they don't want to do it. Oh, no, this is just probably a scam. I'm not going to believe it. Shit. So it's, it is like you said that there's a lot of shit that enters in your mind that you start thinking about, like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. I don't. I'm not going to give some random guy $200 to start some company yeah. or whatever. But it's just like, if you think about it, if you're going to lose $200, what have you wasted $200 for before? I mean, look, you're saying all that shit about people buying useless things. As I got the fucking background of my goddamn movies and sneakers over here. And I feel like, oh shit, I was going to turn the camera to kind of like block but it. Kenny, you are were, you in debt? As you were going through your thing. No. Are you struggling? Exactly. That's your hobby. That's a different story here, bro. Like, you mostly live alone. It's not, not well, let me rephrase that. Though. Not live alone, like you know, your brother. You had Just put him off the tree, like that. I don't mean to say it like that, bro. But that's your hobby. That's the things you do. Like we all have the same things, but mm-hmm. you're not being negative. It's not putting you in the red. You know, you're being honest. You know, like you, if you have two hundred dollars and that's for your rent, you're not gonna buy more Funkos. You're gonna just pay your rent instead. There's the difference. The mindset I mean, is different. The, the, I mean, late, fee, the late, late fee is only like 50 bucks. So. <laughs> Maybe. The late fee is only like $50. Oh. So 
I'll be sure. No, no, no. Of course, you know, I'm always about that responsibility first and then, you know, have fun after. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. I'm just trying to say, like, you're not wrong for, like, having what you want to have behind you. Everyone has our hobbies. That's what, that's what makes us different. You can still have your hobbies and still be uh, collective with each other. If this was him a few months ago, he would have been shitting on you. Oh, <laughs> but you see, he would have been to te- growth. He would have been telling you that it's stupid. All that money you put into those movies, you could have put it into <laughs> something else. You need to open your mind. And it's like, I mean, I'll still say that if you are putting yourself in deeper and deeper depth or in the red and shit like that, I'll still say that. Well, yeah, it's no, not, but it's if, not, it's, if, if it ever gets to a point where it's just like, oh, it's just like, do I buy the new movie that came out or do I buy groceries for the house? Like, what the fuck do you think I'm picking? Groceries the movie, for the movies? if it's oh. Fast 10, oh, my fucking groceries. <laughs> if it's Fast 10 with The Rock and Dominic Toretto, you in that. Oh, no, but no. The, my <laughs> issue, my issue with what he used to say, though, was that he was really hard on like, like if you bought sneakers, clothes or anything that brought you joy, even the smallest amount of joy. He would word it in a way where it didn't even matter if you weren't in debt. You're stupid for buying that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That, that that used to be my issue with him. You so are I'm stupid. Happy. No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm then happy. again, well, you learn, he bro. He you learn but he can't say much now because look, this thing is drinking wine. You don't have to have wine. You have perfectly working good water. And water is essentially. Then you don't have to own a house. Yeah. Water right here, bro. You could just you could just easily be. In like a in like a one bedroom basement for like fifty bucks. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Years. I wouldn't technically. I wouldn't own that. That's not something I own. Well, I mean, oh, obviously, true. you that's don't true. really own the house because you got to pay for the property tax. But I have a lot more leverage in in, in future endeavors by owning a house because yeah. if you live in a one bedroom apartment and that I mean in a basement and that dude dies and then the next owner be like you're out of here. What you gonna do now? Find another room. Yeah, but then you're still paying somebody else's shit instead of paying something to own. That that's only my against. Like I I hear it for some people when it comes to rent and and, and having something because there's there's a lot of factors like um, where you want to live. Like you know, if you want to own something, you might have to go far compared to something close. You might end up saving money. You know, it it is a personal choice. I saw a video dude bought a house, a multifamily house, with a what was it, thirty acres of land? That's what it was for like fifty thousand. I don't know if it was in Wisconsin or some shit. Fifty thousand. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where it was, but it, like when I they buy that the shit shot. right now, let's do it. <laughs> when they showed a, when they showed a picture of it, that shit like you probably get murdered there. You won't be found for a few months. But I mean, I take I take the knife. You know what I mean, like that's not my fucking... problem. Someone else is gonna live there. I'm just gonna own it. <laughs> they gotta. No, I would have but... rent it out. <laughs> they could die. Let me try. Yeah, but no, but you're, you're absolutely right about the whole rent thing because since I had moved out, that's all. How old was I? I was, it was 2016 when I finally got like, you know, this place. So I've been here for like five, close to six years. Uh, you think about every time you get that money order, you're just like, God damn, it's just like what you're paying just to, to live in a place that someone is renting to you. You're pretty much just giving, you're pretty much just giving them the money, basically. You're and paying to borrow. In a sense, yeah, because I know... And the, the money the day, for the know, money order. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, the guy has employees, he has other businesses, yada, yada. But then you think, like, yeah, you're just, you're just kind of, like, feeding into that. Like, I, that was a concept that I never thought of prior to moving out. You know, because when you, when you want to move out, you just automatically think, like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to be, be on my own and shit. Like, that's a great feeling. 
But then when you really see like where your money is going, sometimes the hot water don't be working, but you got to call something, you got to call the super and then the super has to get someone to come and do it instead of you doing it yourself. But that's because, you know, the guy owns it. I guess there's a liability thing. But in a house, you do it yourself and then you have that knowledge. It's like, oh, if this goes out again, I know exactly what I got to do. And then you could do it right then and there. Here, you got to wait for like an appointment. So, and then, you know, fuck people in the building that make too much noise, a broken down elevator every now and then, sometimes a messed up washroom, people not throwing their trash out, like all this shit you deal with and you're really thinking like, where the fuck is my money really going? Like, I don't, it's not exactly fixing that much is going on here. And God forbid, you know, let them do fix something. The building that my mother has lived in prior to I was born. I know that place has been paid for most likely 10 times over by the owner. But the fact that it wasn't until maybe, I want to say probably 10 years ago that they finally decided to change like the hallways and the stairs. But it's still shitty because they're not changing the inside of the apartments. Now, I know to do that, someone got to move out. You know, the person living there has got to move out. They're going to change it, but they're not going to be charging the same amount of rent. They're going to jack this shit up probably by like, you know, $500 just for that. And that's if you get the apartment back because they got to give it to somebody else in the meantime. And where are you going to go? Who's going to cover that? Exactly. There was a, the apartment across from my mother. I remember, you know, seeing like people come and go there, families and shit. They closed it down for like a few months. I'll probably say maybe five or four. They fixed it up real nice. Like it looks nicer than all the other, um, all the other tenant where they live at pretty much. It looks so much better than everyone else's. And the landlord is char- charged like, you know, like an arm and a leg for this, for like a, essentially like a one bedroom. Which, you know, I think uh, my mother tried to have that happen because like I said, she's been there over 30 years, probably even more than, like I said, prior to when I was born. She's wow. been there for a very long time. So it's just like, you know, you should offer at least you should grandfather some of these people in when it comes to shit like that. Cause like I said, you don't you don't need money for the building. The building's already paid. You're probably just paying your employees. They're getting their money from other probably other rental properties that you own and shit. So it wasn't until when I moved here and then like I've had like three years of essentially I was just like, damn, you know, all this money, this could go to something that I could own in the future. Know, home or like you said, a multi multifamily home and then rent it out and then I'm still doing the apartment thing, but I'm getting that income and shit. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like it really it really makes you think when you start doing things on your own. Yeah. Man, my whole thing with the owning a house though is like what happens when let's just say you end up in a real fucked up situation physically. You can no longer pay your mortgage or whatever. What happens then? Um, you can sell your house. You can you can end up in a. a, a I mean, depending. I mean, okay. Um, sorry, I was texting that. Um, so you can do this. So like you say, you okay. So you you hurt yourself and you can't pay it. You can't pay it, right? So you basically living. Yeah, like you're check, the right? provider. Yeah, you're the provider, but you can no longer do it. Okay, in, in that scenario, because obviously, you should have. They always say you should have at least six months. We start with three and then gradually move up to six months of emergency funds of just covering your mortgage. But let's let's say, you know, 
you got to sell the house, right? Because you can't afford it anymore. You got to get the fuck out. You got to get an apartment or, or go back with your parents or whatever. They, whatever you find out, right? Either you end up in bankruptcy and you, enti- <clears throat> you entirely lose your house because you end up going months without paying your rent. And then all the interest starts building up and the bank just comes and takes your shit, right? Or... But you still owe that money? No, because you end up claiming bankruptcy. Okay. So your credit, sh- sh- uh, your credit score drops. Uh, anything you own in your bank account may be gone. They may take that. Um, anything of worth, they will also use as collateral. Maybe your car or, you know, let, let's say you have art. Let, hypothetically, you know, let's say you have artwork that's tied to you and it has a value. That's gone as well. You know, that's a scenario. Another can scenario. Take my NFTs? Yes, yes, they can take your NFTs. That is, a re- that, that is value right there. It is very, we're still in the beginning phases of NF- NFTs, but they can take that. They can take yeah. your stocks. They can take your Bitcoin. Because that is all tied to you. At least when it comes to Bitcoin and, and, and stocks, you know, that's, there's paperwork but, behind it. It goes with your taxes. They can take that. But you see, uh, now what happens when you can't do that for an apartment? You just got to get the fuck out and it fucks up your history? Well, with the way they're doing it now, it's kind of interesting. Because in the past, if you just couldn't pay it, you're kind of scot-free. They can't come after you. You could just literally disappear. But now it's you can't really get an apartment without having a credit score. No, of course. But no, I'm no, saying no. Oh, it's, it, it will be this. Now is the same thing. Now they have something with your social. They have something with your credit score. You know, they can find you. The collectors will come and get their money or they will start garnishing your check. You're going to have to pay that some way. Somehow they're going to find it like. Side, you know, very side note. My mom had some shit with uh, Verizon. She couldn't pay it, right? But she claimed bankruptcy, right? Until this day, they she's still on their records. Some weird shit, you know. She tried to get Verizon her area, and like, oh, but this is you. I'm like, how the fuck y'all know this? You know what I mean? That's why when it comes to certain things that ask for your social security, I'm like, like the internet providers. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, you don't need that shit, you know. But um, that's one scenario. But another scenario in, in a in a way better environment would be. You know, you gotta sell, you gotta get the fuck out. If you can find a, let's say, you know, best of best of situation, you find a buyer, and they buy a house within a month. Whatever you paid for that house, let's say, like you said, the house is three hundred thousand, and you already pay a hundred grand of that, you will get that hundred grand back. And you know, after taxes would be less, but you'll get that hundred grand back. And if your house increased okay. in value, you also get that difference. Because I, I tried telling you this before, me and you had a, a conversation about this. Uh, months back where I told you my biggest fear is that big hole you put yourself in when you get the loan for the house and all that shit you know that that's that you know it's not some chump change you know what I mean, it's, it's, you know what I mean? like yeah I know that's what makes it scary for me you know and then at the end of the day like you just said like you're still paying a property tax technically you don't really 100% own it and yeah you owned like the structure, like you know, if I that's pay what I'm saying. House, I own this structure, you know, but I won't own the land it's on. Unless yeah, you ever seen those people that tax. move their houses? Yeah, and because they have them on the flatbeds. Like I don't want that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want some shit some like that. Move but, that just to be, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But I'm saying like that's still scary. It's I think that's why uh, me and you again had that conversation. I tried telling you like an apartment isn't that crazy to me. Because, you know, say that you're tired of living in that shitty building, right? Like I did 
in uh, 183rd. Mm. You could just pick up your shit and dip, right? Like once your lease is up, just yeah. you're out. You're out. Like you don't have to stay there. I feel like with a house, you're just invested there and say that you, some fucking noisy neighbors, fucking crackheads are moving next to you. What the fuck are you doing? Well, there are, okay. <laughs> when it comes to the neighbor part, you also can, you can pick an area, no. But if you also are within a community, a gated community, not every, not everybody could come and just live there. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. Gated, yeah, I hear a gated you know? community. I'm talking about like an area like yours. It's just nothing but houses, you know, just a regular. It looks like the fucking suburbs. Like that. I believe there's not, not ways around it. I don't think there are ways around it. I don't think so. I think you, you have a point there. But, you know, that's what you, you're buying to be free. You know what I mean? Like, it's what they, they you can do whatever you want at the end of the day. Like, I could, I could be right now and start <coughs> blasting music. As long as I want, and all they could do is just call the cops for noise complaint, but I can still fucking do it. They're going to keep coming back. What you going to do? Noise complaint, noise complaint, noise complaint. So, it's my fucking house. You know what I mean? Like, it's my land. I don't care if you got to go to sleep tomorrow morning. I don't care. You know? Like, it's, you know, if you want to think of it in that aspect. I feel like that's what the Dominicans said in front of the fucking building on 183rd. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't care. What you going to do? Kick me out? I pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey primo, who are you gonna find to to pay your rent? Huh? Uh-huh. No one's gonna pay twenty five hundred dollars, you know. <laughs> but but wait, wait, I want to get to that. I want to get to quick. You're right. You have that flexibility to move, but you also don't have the control of when inflation starts kicking in and the price is going higher. And oh you're yeah, still working of the same course. Job, or course. you're not really doing much because the moment you're not tied, that lease is only for one or two years. And you know, I think by law they can only raise it five to ten percent. But I think it's changed. five, five, yeah, right? It's five percent, and they could keep continuously doing that. But you know, if they make a law tomorrow and just throw that shit out the window. What's gonna stop them from raising it thirty percent? You know, what's gonna stop them from saying, "Oh, what? Uh, how about here's another scenario." Remember where we used to live at five ten and five twelve. Uh-huh. Like five ten, that owner never sold, but five twelve, the Jews came in. It's like I want this building, and they gave everyone cash. And what you gonna do now? You have to get the fuck out. Yeah. Unless you want to go in a legal battle with the Jews. You're not winning that. They got too much money. You will not win. You won't even find a lawyer. You know what I mean? So you end up being forced out. And now you got to look. That's why, like, a lot of people who, who who have houses in the Bronx that own it, and then they come saying, listen, I'll give you 20% of over uh, market value of your house. Like, if your house is $300,000, they'll give you 20% more of that. But then again, you're like, where the fuck am I going to go? I can't afford anything else. I would have to move all the way up and live a whole different life. No, I'm good with where I'm at. I'm good with what I pay here and I'm not leaving this. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's just another example of um, being more of in control of your shit. But, going back to what I said in the beginning, if people are together, we wouldn't have to be in this situation of loans and debt. It's just the way the whole banking system is set up that it really fucks with us. Because if people want to be smart about certain things, like, all right, how about we all pack ourselves in the house, right? And we all save our bread. And then in at least two to three years, or maybe even less than that, depending how committed and all the extra stuff, you can have enough at least for a down payment or at least 30% of a house. And if you also have your retirement fund, you know, on your job, you could, have, you could end up circumventing the, um, the interest rate that these banks get you, and you could have your own interest of like 1% for the house. You know, there, there is ways... That we just don't know. Well, I mean, I know some of it. But I just don't have the capital for it. But there are ways 
that most people don't know about that works in your advantage. And only until you find out, like, oh, shit, I didn't know I can do this. I even know it's an available thing. Now, this makes this thing so much easier. I can actually do this. Well, you know, I'm actually considering that when uh, the, le- the lease is up uh, to this place. Look into a well, condo, like Kenny. Look no, into a condo no, first yeah, before a co-op. No, 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 no. no I'm not going straight oh, to a co-op. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying what I'm considering is that when the lease is up for this place, luckily for me, you know, my back, I always have, you know, my mother's place that I could just move into, uh-huh, stack the yep. bread for like a year and a half, two years, and then get whatever the hell I want, basically. So I'm considering doing that because, like I said, I've had the experience of, you know, renting a property. I like, I like the responsibility. I like the, you know, I like the, um, the being like, I guess maybe like the sole provider, I guess you could say, or whatever. Miss Independent. But yeah, Miss Independent, basically. <laughs> but it's just like, I want it, it's, it's like you said, you know, you, you want it to be yours. Like, I want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do here without having to worry about my neighbor, having to worry about my downstairs neighbor, having to worry about my upstairs neighbor. Like, you know, I already come and go as I please, but, you know, just that's just going to be amplified. So that's definitely a, that's definitely a, um, an idea of mine that I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards, you know, put my shit in storage, have only like my clothing, like pretty much the important shit. And then just fucking grinding for two years and then just, you know, buy a house somewhere. Like, uh, like I said, like I had the... We're out to Giovanni's neighborhood. Well, Connecticut? Maybe. Who knows? Like Listen, I, said, I got a real estate. I got a real estate who could, I got a, a bro, uh, broker. No, well, I got that too, but a, a real, real estate, estate agent. Real estate agent? Who she's great, man. She she really helps out, man. She's really good. If Yeah, you who know. knows? Maybe it could be around Giovanni's area, but yeah, because you know, oh. I, know, I know a lot of people... The train's right nearby. <laughs> Unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't have that luxury of being able to have like a like a backup plan. You know what I mean? They have to when they when they have the the epiphany, I'm like, you know what, I want to own something, but I still gotta be in a rental place because I don't have some place to fall back on. So for that, personally, I'm grateful. You know, I got my mother's spot that she's always like, listen, just do do exactly what you said you're gonna do. Just move here. You know, you're just pretty much going to work, sleep, and do whatever you're going to do, but just save the money on top of what you already have. Which and is then a just beautiful do idea. House shit. You know, it's a great idea. Listen, people show people, there's a lot of people that, that shit about underrated. There's people, there's people a lot that shit a lot about, oh, living with your parents and shit. But it's that just, there's, there, there, there's a difference between. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> me neither. Bro, I'm telling you, listen. I had a whole I basement. Think, I know, I, we spoke about this before about the whole, the fact that, listen, you're not going to get a better deal in life than it is living with your parents, honestly. Yes, there's some that might, you know, charge you, like, a little bit of rent, but compared to what you're going to get in return, you know, food, that if they cook, laundry, if they clean, but you have a guarantee, you know, you have a guarantee, you pretty much have a guarantee that you don't have now, you know what I mean? And let's say something happens with your work that you got to look for, a, you got to look for another job, you know, you're not necessarily going to get kicked out. So that's a great deal. But there's always that sense, you know, there's always that American dream that about, oh, you know, you got you to own something. You got to get it from the bank. Pay all this money and shit. The, whole, the owning part, yes, but not from the bank. I think that's the, the misconception part. I know it helps. It's a vehicle. You know, if 
you don't have the funds to get there. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you won't even be talking to them at that point, bro. That's they're what I'm saying. They're gonna be, yeah. they're gonna start talking to you. Yeah, because that that's what I want to do. I don't want I don't want to go through no bank. I don't want to have to own. I don't want Spotify. To like, what's up? <laughs> I don't want to have to own them, and I don't want to have to own them. Because look, I'm not I'm not I'm not exactly looking for like the biggest house in the world, but it's like I said, I just want something nice, cozy for me and like a future family potentially. If anything, you know, you just want somewhere to smash. So I already have that. <laughs> but you want to be as loud as you want. He, I mean, he could. I think the cement sure, was in, in the area, right? Uh, yeah, forget it. <laughs> see, the cement or drywall, I think. But the, <laughs> trust me, these walls don't do much for that protection because I still hear oh, other people. That's why he got the movies there, bro. They are sound buffer. Uh, Trying to, but there's a door, unfortunately, here that, you know, a lot of noise goes through. Yeah, buy some of these. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, listen, if, any, if anyone that listens that is having like that, that's considering even doing that shit. If you have the potential to move back in with your parents, even though it might be annoying or maybe you might not have the best relationship with them, but do it. Look, it's, you're, you're dealing with two years of annoyance of just saving and doing what you got to do for your potential future. So it's just like, why not? Why not do it? Also, also, if you have people shaming you for it, get them people away from you. Yeah. yeah. That's negative can, energy. Yeah, exactly. It's, Unless you're like one of those guys that really don't do anything and just, you know, like, I don't want to say you're being a burden on your parents, but if you're one of the ones that's like, you don't work, you hang out in the hood all day, shit like that. It's just. You, you just got to throw me under the bus like that. All right. Is that what you do? I don't yeah, know. All day. All day. <laughs> He's trapping outside all day. Uh, but you know what also, Kenny? Are, you, also are, you the- at least, are you at least getting bread, Anthony? Yeah, you know, you know how I do it. You got to get it by any means. You know what I'm saying? If if you're still, if you're at least getting bread, then that's fine. You got to bring in them ducats. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying the fear of not knowing really stops people because, like, I was afraid getting into a house because, you know, you you can do as much as you can reading online. I'm like, yo, I tell my wife, we can't afford this. You know, like, like, I mean, that was another example of putting shit in the Lord's hands because a lot of things doesn't work out. I, there was, uh, I think, two, I think a thousand dollars that was missing on our side. But because the broker fucked up on his side, he ended up covering that cost. Oh, yes. Because he went on vacation and we were here trying to send the paperwork and the whole shit was fucked up. They didn't explain to us. And it wasn't our fault. We was every time they sent us paperwork to sign, we was on it. We was reading. We was, you know, we didn't waste any time. We were trying to close as soon as possible. First of all, I was supposed to get my house by Thanksgiving. We ended up getting by. Actually. We were supposed to get it by Halloween. Then it was Thanksgiving, and then it was December 3rd, which was the day. But because our broker fucked up and just ended up going on vacation, we hear like, yo, this nigga's a fucking... And we, 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 we went after him. Like, yo, what the fuck? You, you mad shady out here, bro. I would dead ass go with somebody else. And he came back, listen, I'm sorry. You know, I had a lot of shit going on. And there was a little... You know, like I said... You let him know you caught bodies before? Yeah, I let him know, man. I know Anthony, <laughs> man. Shit, that's narcos right there. You know, he'll, he'll put your shit on the ground. But, nah, he covered that cost for some shit. Cause, but, you know, left it up to the Lord. You know what I mean? But then again, what I'm well, well, besides that, when it came to it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was to buy a house. It was actually pretty simple. Like, there's a lot of paperwork you read, and you can read it, and a lot of things is legit. And, like, they're not trying to really fuck you over. At least the people I was with, and, and the lawyer I signed everything. But everything worked out. And... There's a lot of programs out there that, that helps you. 
And yeah. you don't have to owe her back. The only limitation is like you can't move in seven years. But <laughs> trust me, there's a lot of loopholes for things. A lot of loopholes. You don't have to move, but you can buy another property. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can go crazy and stop buying. Like right now, if I have, Excuse me. <clears throat> like if I have the separate cash to afford it, I can buy another property. My credit score is high. I loan my wife's credit score. You know, I can buy a multifamily. I just don't have because I gotta find. You know, like that's another thing. You gotta find somebody. For whatever but the options are there once you're there bro like once you start you start seeing like yo this wasn't wasn't so hard and i can really move up chain. like i have an example of a co-worker but i mean i, I want to see what i don't want to cut anthony off oh well, what I, all i was saying is that my co <laughs> no no because no, you're, uh, you're like i don't want to cut anthony no you were gonna like... say something and i you were saying something and i was like oh let me finish it. i just want to finish it you know what i mean oh I well cutting you going to what you were saying uh that whole fear of not knowing you're actually right. Remember when I was trying to find, mm-hmm. get information and all that. And, mm-hmm. and you told me to check out quick and loans. I still Rocky. have the ladies. I, I still have the lady's number. Like she broke everything down for me. I understood it. And it actually, I qualified, uh, for an okay loan. You know what I mean? And I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just needed a what was it a down payment or whatever I had like well you yeah, the way you broke it down for me mm-hmm. it was a, a down payment and enough to cover the extra little cost. Well, down and the closing cost. Yeah, that, exactly. But there's a lot of grants out there that can cover the closing yeah. cost or at least the down payment. One of those two, either way, same shit. Yeah, man. But uh, after I found that out, I was like, okay, yo, mm-hmm. this shit is easy. Like, <laughs> well, it is. It's you don't not even do necessarily most of the just work. straight easy. Yeah, it's not, it's not really easy, easy. But it's you know, as long as you're you're doing, you're right in life. You're, you're straight. You're doing what you have to do. There, you shouldn't have any issues. Can I just explain two things? Go ahead, man. <laughs> One, I was just, what was the uh the example of my coworker that he came from nothing and like it took him two two took him three years and he really moved up the chain of his life. Like he everything he put out in his mind worked out. And what I'm saying is that. This guy worked in the post office. He did 12 hours every day, every day, every day, because he was focused. Some days that he had the the energy, he would do Uber at night. Make bread, make bread, wow. make bread. Do, just go ham, right? And then, you know, he would, he would also invest in VR. He bought a property over there. So that was other money he was getting, like, with the money from the post office. Everything... All this started with just the post office. Then he got a car. He did Uber. He worked so hard, he paid that car off in three years, which is very great. After paying that car off, he sent it to DR so it can be used as a rental car, which in one week pays for the cost of being over there and everything else is extra. Now he moved to Pennsylvania, still working in the post office in a different position, the same pay. And he's only paying like $400 in rent because he's trying to get more than one house. He's trying to get a house and then just keep moving further and further. He's like, he's like Giovanni, man. He did stocks and everything. He's like, man, I tell you this, I tell you now, I work hard because I don't want to work anymore. I'm tired. I just, when it reaches this age, I just want to retire, you know? But. How old is he? Uh, he's one year. He's actually younger than me, about a year. He's wow. uh, 28. Yeah, and I'm telling you, he he really put his pedal to the metal. And he had, you know, not putting out there, but he had a lot of stuff that, like, uh, family-wise, that pushed him to just keep moving further. So he had a great support system. 
Yeah, he had a great, no, a really bad support system, but yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say support system. He more had like a... He had that drive to get the fuck out. Uh, yes, that, that's oh, what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But he I'm had, just... Like, he had like the, he had the, um, the commitment to just like, nah, we, we got to be better or some shit. And I'm just saying like this guy, like, he wasn't knowledgeable about things, but he kept on going on and using all the resources possible, but he made something. And, you know, he always asks questions. He's like, oh, I just heard you bought a house. Can you help me? What can I do? And, you know, he's already moving on that path. And, like, I couldn't be more prouder than the guy, you know what I mean, like, how he accomplished. But I'm saying, like, he broke that fear of not knowing and just said, fuck it, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to keep pushing further, you know? And it's like, if you put your mind to it, you can do it, you know what I mean? And, you know, in, in my other thing that I want to say, when it comes to buying a house, it's really simple steps. The first thing you, the first thing you gotta do, right? You know, obviously, if your your money's good and your credit score is good, if you have those two things that are good, you go to a mortgage broker and you tell them, "Listen, this is what I have. This is you have to give them your bank account information. They have to see it. This is legit. If you're doing with your wife or significant other, they also have to see theirs, and they look at everything for the last year where all the money came in. They do that on their side. Oh, you're good." Um, especially if you don't have that much debt. Then they look at your credit score and they say, you know what? With that high credit score, the credit score is all, the credit score is the only thing the credit score does is helps you get a lower interest rate. That's what it really does. At the end yeah, of the because day. They, they know they know you're good with money and they know you're responsible. Exactly. And then they say, listen, with the money you have, you are eligible for a $500,000 house. Like they told me, oh, I'm eligible for 600000 But I'm like, y'all trying to put me in debt? No, I'm good with, <laughs> I'm good with 340 and under. You know what I mean? With the math I did, but they'll tell you how high you can go, you know. But I, I, yeah, I feel like people will hear that number and they'll kind of like freak out internally, freak out themselves, like, oh, Ooh, I, I can I, afford I a six. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can have that. I buy two hundred thousand dollar home and I have two hundred thousand dollars to spare. So that's pretty much the way their mind will go automatically. Yo, relax. That was me at one point. <laughs> I, I thought about. It, I was like, "Wait, what? If I get a cheaper house, do I keep the rest?" Like, oh, nah, nah, you don't keep the rest. <laughs> but yeah, mortgage broker, they tell you that once you get that information down, the next thing you do, you get a realtor, your realtor that goes out with you and start looking out houses. They do you have to go out with them? Whatever you're married, you bring your wife. Like, go, 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 go. Oh, it sounds like something John Terrell would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So then, after you go out with your realtor, you know you, you tell him what? Huh? No, go ahead. What? <laughs> after you go out with your realtor, you tell him what you're looking for, houses they do all that work, and you just start visiting houses. And then when you find one you launch, you tell your realtor, "Listen, I want to put an offer down." If they accept the offer, then all the paperwork is going in. Didn't inspection. you tell me at one point you were lowballing somebody? Somebody? Um, no, nah, I never really try to lowball stuff. I only try, uh, not but, tried. I mean, you, you, but want, <laughs> I mean, you want, no, no, I'm gonna tell you. I would imagine you would want to not like spend that much. So, you know, you throw, you maybe throw a lowball off, a lowball offer out there just in case, you know. But it's not really a lowball, <laughs> it's more like they think their house is worth this, but then you start looking at the inside of the house. Okay, but like, that, I gotta change this, I gotta change that. So, I'm not really getting lowballing, at. but I'm like putting them down to reality. You're being yeah, realistic, yeah. Exactly. So I'm getting it. Yeah, because I remember that. I remember you explaining certain shit to me. You're like, oh, what was it? Uh, you found a you what was, you had found a big house. Ah, yes, uh, yes. It was I for a good price, oh. but it was it had old insides. Yes, it, it wasn't well insulated. 
Um, yeah. The basement was was fucking. The foundation was horrible. That's an automatic. So, there was, so like, the outside was modern, but the inside was still like very old and shitty. Yes. 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 Damn. So the, uh, I mean, you can't say anything about floors creaking. That's a different story. But that's like that's like plastic surgery on an ugly girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know? you think you're when she has a, t- yeah, because when she has a kid, that baby's gonna be ugly. I gotta come out the same way she looks now. And you think you're gonna feel it, but it's actually very loose. You end up using your hand just listen, to finish. Listen, listen there, there, there was a story about an Asian man that sued the woman he married that had kids with because his kids came out ugly. And he was like, "What? They don't? They don't? Why do they look like this? They don't look like you." And come to find out, the lady had mad work done, and she almost looked that unrecognizable. Funny, you can't, you can't escape DNA and genes, man. But you, you see, know, yo, if I would have said this shit over my wife, she would have gotten pissed. Why? Cause she doesn't like me talking like that. Like, yo, look at this ugly kid. Like, you, you gotta be listen. You gotta be realistic. Listen, babies are adorable, but when they're born and then people post a photo, look at the baby. I'm just like, oh, like damn, he looks like a knuckle. Relax. It's just like, yeah, yo, <laughs> show, show, push, he looks show, like show, one of them show. English bulldogs yeah. with extra skin. Yeah, it's just, listen, congratu- congratulations, on, congratulations on the miracle. Don't get me wrong, but try not to post a photo maybe like a year later. And then you can be like, oh, look at my pretty babe. Yeah, like, okay, fat and I'll be like, shit. yeah, that's an adorable babe. But when you show me one that's just like, you know, just came out like a week ago, I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I can't help it. You know, it's a, it's a visceral reaction. Yeah. I love, I love the raw Tell you, your wife, your wife got to be a little more realistic when it comes on that front. Uh. Because it's not like you're saying no, like, I, I, a two-year-old is ugly. You're not saying all kids are ugly. But every, everyone can say a fresh-born baby is it's not the cutest thing on the planet. No, it's, I hear you. I hear very, you. It's very... I, I understand, like, you know, the females, they're so emotional because it's like, yo, we just created this. So that's going to cloud, like, the, the look judgment. But it's just like, just don't post that photo. Everybody can see it. Everybody yeah, can see the, it. The, the, the thing is, is, like, for example, right... Uh, right now I'm at the age where now you know, well with my kids, right? My daughter, I'll go pick her. I'll go pick her up, take her to the pizza shop. She wants a pizza. Mm-hmm. There's you know, there's yeah. kids in there. What happens? This little fucking douchebag stands in front of my daughter. My daughter's not even paying attention to anything. She's just looking at her lunch bag, and this little mo- ugly motherfucker was just really looking at her, smiling. And I'm just like, yo, this ugly little bastard. You know what the fuck? Uh, but, uh, you, me right there. The point is, my wife would hear that, and she wouldn't approve of that. She'd be like, "You're like, oh, that's somebody's kid. You wouldn't like that." They said that about my kid. Like, my kids are beautiful. Like, relax. You yeah, I mean? especially especially probably at the age that they are now. Yeah, I mean, like that kid is gonna grow up to look like like my fucking ass. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, fuck out of here. Like, like that ass. Like, let my let my daughter bring somebody home and motherfucker looks like my butthole. Nah, no, you can no, no. No, they're gonna flame my grandkids. You wildin'. Sorry. I'm not saying. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, so, like, Giovanni, when it comes to the whole multi family home thing, how much is like, that usually cost? Oh, it, it ranges, bro. It doesn't, it's not like it costs more than it's about location, house. right? It's like about always. location. It's also about, um, like, like how close, like, <clears throat> if I have to use an example for like New York City, right? The closer you are to New York City, and of course, the closer you are to a uh, a major highway like the I ninety five, which runs through Connecticut and Jersey, you're looking at a like higher uh, property tax. 
especially the county. If a lot of rich people live in that county, they kind of raise a property tax because <coughs> if that house was a million, that one's a million, you kind of have to average it out some way, somehow. So it brings up the property tax really high. Um, but a multifamily is, you know, you it might be the same. Sometimes it might be cheaper because you got to put some work into it. And if you know people, you actually end up saving a lot of money. Or if you know how to do it yourself, you save a lot. But more or less, it's you're not looking like it's not much. Like I could find a multifamily with the same cost of like what I paid for my house, which was like three nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always um, oh multifamilies uh, extra twenty thousand or fifty thousand. Because I think what multifamily really means is just that the inside layout can be a multifamily. You can segregate. Each one has their own stairway or exit and stuff like that. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a house. A house is a house. You know what I mean? It's, you're just looking at something grand, like make you know three floors and more wider with more space outside. But it's you know it just depends. It doesn't right, depend so, on that much, but it just depends. So if anything, we'll uh we'll, we'll talk about this again in two years. Yeah, of course, man. Stack it. You know, use the tax money, increase your credit score. If, you know, if you want to make it high or whatever. Well, because it's obviously you know not not for me to use, but it's just like you know we could do something with it and just like you know get some residual income and shit. Yeah, that's that that's really the goal. Like I'm telling you, like you know when this you know random news starts fucking exploding, I would love to own property. I mean, I would love to own businesses as well of companies that I fuck with that I feel like they should be spread out more that people should be fucking with them. Come on, church. Yo, you know what? Tax free money. He's not wrong for that, bro. Yo, tax free. You get a tax free parking spot in the front if you're in the we, city. We, we, yo, we hire some hot ass nuns. Yo, they could work. Yo, and a hot ass work. pastor too. You got to bring the other crowd. Yeah. The, you know that you get the other. You know the whole. Like that yeah, pastor exactly. with like, well, the, that has the dick line and shit. You know what I mean? That wears his pants. They, they wear the Adidas joggers under their you know their cloth <laughs> shit. You know, and yo, we could bring the whole world together, man. Bring like, the whole world it. together with dick imprint. If it's a good neighborhood, play your cards right here. He's always going to have gray sweats. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Yeah, business-wise, like a church would be like a great idea. Yeah. It's a tax haven, too. I know, man. Yo, we could be like the next Joel Olstein and shit. Bro, that dude, that dude is making money. And people are like, oh, no, he's all about God. <laughs> no, no, no. He ain't all about God. Driving concept oh, cars, Mercedes. Personally. I mean, I don't buy concept car, but he he got publicly, a nice. Yeah, pu- publicly, I'll be all about God. Sure, I'll, I'll do it. For, <laughs> I'll do it for my image, and I'll do it for the check. <laughs> yeah, they're, gonna, they're gonna hear this podcast like you just said you were this, and now you all about. I I had a well, conversion. It makes my exactly. story more legit. Can, yeah, exactly. You can't you can't you can't bullshit my faith. I believe in what I believe. <laughs> it is my truth, and my truth is real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's but, whatever he identifies as. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, once you come back, once you find a house, it's just paperwork after that. And you kind of spook yep. sailings. You don't have to do anything after that. You just, after that's just little minor stuff, like which insurance, which elect, electricity, blah, 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 blah. But it's yeah. just really simple. Really simple. Just have your money, everything goes in play. That's it. 10000 is actually a good amount. Try to get a house with a well in it. No, no, no. There's too many movies out there, man. Look at Annabelle. <laughs> Look at the no, ring. <laughs> well, I, I only said, I just said that because of you. But I have a well that's, oh, well, yeah. my well is in the ground. So I, but that's, I, what, I that's what I'm what getting saying. at. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. 
That's yeah, actually pretty good because it's, you know, as long as I have electricity, I always have my own water source. Man, I moved out here and if you, I have to pay for gas separately and I have to pay for like the delivery charge. Oh my, oh, uh, so you yes. fi- oh my God. Tell me is- about that shit, bro. That's another shit that people uh, should get together and be like, why I'm <laughs> paying more for delivery costs than me actually using electricity. Because if I'm using electricity, it should be like $40. But then delivery cost is like another two hundred dollars. Nah, that. bro, I, I got the you know the electricity no, bill got, and the gas off. bill separately. That's what kills me. And it's it, you know it's not a monopoly, but there's only one company you could go to. So how is it not a monopoly? You look at the bill. I got charged like sixteen dollars for gas, but then it's like, oh shit, no, the delivery charge and then uh, some other fucking charge and bro, fucking stupid. I've been doing research on my own uh, electricity company, Eversource, right? People have been complaining for years that, like, we, you, you, first of all, my state is, like, one of the highest when it comes to electricity because of this company, right? Granted, there's other things that are cheaper, but it's the highest. And, like, I pay you all this money. Why the fuck a little uh, windstorm come down and the whole country, the whole state has no electricity, no power? Can like, what the fuck, man? And then you got to wait. Yo, I had a whole week of no electricity. I legit, I had to like, it was it was fucking bad. It was really bad. In your house, you had a week with no electricity. I had a whole week of electricity. My wife ended up staying up in in um, you know, I think my wife was pregnant at the time, or I can't recall. I just that remember was, she wasn't. That there. was when you were staying in the house by yourself. Yes. To make sure it was safe. Yes, I was staying okay. in the house, make sure everything was good. You know, I had a generator that the previous owner lent me, which was fucking old. But it was solid. That bitch was a fucking solid bitch. That shit, you know, I only use it like maybe an hour or two to make sure the pipes were running well, to keep the heat, the the meat frozen again, like the refrigerator. Like I only use it for the essential shit. Everything else I turned mm-hmm. off. You know, then I went to work and like I stood home with candles and shit. Like I don't care, you know, I was protecting my home, you know. Then I bought another uh, another generator. But anyway, you pay all this money, it was a whole week, you know. And then there's another time that, it was a transformer that was down the block, and it took him like a whole day, uh, like twelve hours to fix that shit. I'm like, bro, y'all have contractors on site, y'all have things on site. Why y'all wasted so much? Like, why does it take so much time? Because it's very like you know, the second time it happened is isolated events, you know, and like Anthony was saying, like for me, my one of my bills was like two fifty, and I'm like, two fifty? I wasn't even home. There was a whole week of no electricity. How I'm still paying that? They decided mm-hmm. to increase the the supply rate. So if you're paying like at, like let's say six six percent per kilowatt or whatever or, or whatever it is, they decided to jump that shit to eight point seven, and that shit hurts. Them small shits hurts because Damn, the voice cracked. Shit, I believe you. Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> man, when hurts. I first moved to my house, it was like sixty dollars, and we had everything on just to <laughs> test it out. Dishwasher, I just wanted to throw you everything paid for on. That, huh? And then, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, I'm looking I'm like two fifty. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But bro. I'm like, it was the supply cost because, in, in over here, um, you know, they have the lines here, so I, you know, I pay a very small price for them to come into my house. But you get your electricity from another state. You don't get it from the same state you live in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's how they that make was it a, that's not the a delivery monopoly. charge. Listen, the only thing, I, the only thing I know is that I get a Con Ed invoice every month. That's all I know. 
Man, I wish I wish that's all I got. Yeah, I wish, Honestly. man. You probably paid like fifty dollars, and he got everything on. <laughs> yo, for so, hours? So, yo, surprisingly, for one person, since I've been doing the whole bills thing, my electricity came out to like ninety bucks, which is you know compared wow. to you guys what you pay. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I mean, that's great. Like, I would love ninety dollars. Because ninety, because but then again, I'm let just me check like, my yo, bill. I do, I'm like, yo, I don't use AC. The lights aren't even on except in my room. And then it could be maybe my my TV generating it, but it's just like the TV is barely on most of the times. It's annoying. Shit. I mean, ninety dollars that'd be lovely. I got kids. I can't. <laughs> it would take a miracle. You got Xboxes on. You got all this yeah, shit. On. <laughs> fucking Xbox, Switch, iPads, computers. Like something got to break over here. Yeah, oh. because I was I was so excited because when my when uh when I first moved initially moved here, you know, I was splitting the bill with my brother. The, the um the kind of bill will be like seventy bucks, and that's like with no summer use because you know summer use you got the AC cracking and yeah. all that shit. So I was thinking when when he left, I was like, oh damn, I'm gonna pay even <coughs> less now. I'm probably gonna be paying like probably forty thirty dollars. Should be. Nope. Yeah, here's a little. Has there been a price hike in, in with Conrad? Here's my I bill. I have no idea, but I got. But I this gotta is check. my highest bill. Two seventy five. Damn. Look at the supply cost. I'm not sure if it is the green bar there or the blue go. bar. The blue bar. Mm. And look at the Shit. other one. 95 compared to 180, I think it is. I'm trying to focus that. Nah. Yeah, I mean, how many fucking photos is your front facing camera taking? It's that face ID shit, I guess. I don't fuck. I know that shit. That shit flashing like crazy. You know what's funny about though. that, man? That's your highest. Yeah, that's my that's my highest. Yeah, that's my highest. Because of the summer, my yeah. highest was. Oh, ah, and some ah, change, and some ah, change. Oh my god, Anthony. Yeah, I, I would understand if you like, yeah, I'm taking some pods off. I gotta go back to work <laughs> or some shit. Like, yo, I gotta do something on the side. <laughs> I gotta blow and draw. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Anthony's like, I got no wonder Instagram even a whole new account. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, that that is disgusting. Yeah, bro. Twenty dollar artwork. Twenty dollar artwork. <laughs> yeah, like fuck it. You know I mean? Yo, it, it it was rough, but the the good thing was that uh, I was a uh, was smart with the way I had saved my money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I it, I didn't even feel it. Still, still uh, I know, I know, though. no, but I, I hear you. Still, it's nasty. Yeah. Uh, I would have been a bitch, right, but like, know. can we do a payment plan? I'll pay it, but like, gotta, <laughs> no, yeah, of I'm course. I'm gonna take my course. time to pay this shit. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna suffer for my shit. <laughs> shit, man. I mean, that's why I'm gonna throw that AC out now. That's crazy. Though, yo, it's like you have to get the new ones because the older they are, the more power they suck up. Mm-hmm. Yo, and at, at some point, it's like it's literally just somebody blowing wind on you. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad yeah, loud, this like this is not even cold anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like no air at all. It's like the fuck. Why is it hot like outs- in here? Outside yeah. is eighty five, but your room is eighty two. Oh shit! <laughs> no, 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 no. Outside is eighty five, but your room is ninety two, and the humidity yeah, is like, over eighty percent. Like what the fuck, bro? And you got the AC cranking on supposedly sixty five. Like yeah, I but fuck you, out of here. I cleaned the filters. I did everything. Why is it blowing hot air? Yeah, man. But you know what? What sucks though is that uh, my kid's room has a, a balcony. So it has the two glass sliding doors. So when and the sun hits it, oh, so that room, yeah, it's that, even hotter. Exactly. So that's why that bitch had to run because you know they're my kids. And I don't want them getting fucked up because of the heat and all that. 
man, I tried everything, bro. Like, I tried these blinds to try to take away the heat. Like, eat bl- like the, the the shutters and the blinds. Man, they even when I bought this house, I was like, oh, yeah, you got the best windows. It's supposed to stop heat. I'm like, it's still fucking hot in here. Y'all lied to me. Y'all lied windows to me. You, you want to get your windows tinted? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wanted to. <laughs> that shit called thermal plane windows. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the one that helps. I'm like, no, it don't. That My shit does about to not get window help. shutters. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Just put a garbage bag in the front. Just barricaded nah. with wood. Like it's never coming in anymore. <laughs> honestly, man. Honestly, man. I want ceiling fans. Like once I get a house, I want ceiling fans. Fuck that. I have you know, that. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be just. I'm gonna be just like my father-in-law. Like just, you could use the ceiling fan during the day, but you're gonna feel that heat. That at night, clutch, you could, bro. At, at night you can sleep with the AC on. But as soon as it hits like seven, eight in the morning, or he leaves for work, that shit is off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like nah. Your your father-in-law is like the type of guy. Listen, like, you know, I lived in a place like Sefue La Lu, and all they gotta do is with the fucking air fans and shit. Like he's yeah. used to that shit. <laughs> it's like, yo, that man. I'm not lie. I was in beast. DR, and that happened once. I was like, fuck. I want to go back to my country. Yo, <laughs> it was so hot. And the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. The mosquitoes were fucking you up, huh? <laughs> I still got the scars on my leg, bro. You Damn. see me, I want to move. I want to move. Like, for example, like uh, when I went to go visit you and shit, like, we, were, we were in your house. Mm-hmm. It's very nice over there. Yeah. Super nice. But I want to move to an area where, where um, the ambulance is passing by. So I'm not gonna uh, lie, it felt weird in the beginning. I'm like, shit, there's no gunshots. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. I want to move to an area where, like, you see, you're having trouble with a uh, your uh, electricity provider. Yes. Like, I don't want that. I want to move to like a, you know, semi-reliable rural area. It's not. And a- I know you can't get everything you want, obviously, but that's my goal right there. Like, that's what I would like. You still got to deal with electricity. Like, you know, when it comes to losing... Like, I have backup now. I have a generator. So if I lose power, I have two generators. I can just go back. I can have them just on for, like, yeah, three days that, straight. I mean, that, that, that's not a big deal to me. Like, having generators, like, that's, like, the obvious common sense thing to have and shit. It's another common sense thing, too, is to have, a like, solar panels, but with a battery in your house. Like, that shit that Tesla's doing with the whole solar power battery is actually pretty clutch. You know, if I had the money, I would have automatically bought it because like when you lose power, right, it automatic the battery automatically kicks in or it automatically kicks in at night. Then you look at your electricity bills like, oh, it's only a dollar because you're using <laughs> all of the sun. You know, unless it's like you know, rainy yeah. days and you got to pay for stuff. But most of the time it's like you might end up using just the, your own internal battery and shit. Which I think yeah. is pretty cool, and then you get tax write-offs and shit like that, or credit. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, get I, exci- have- I get excited. No, I hear you, and I I want to have the freedom to do all that, but not have to like um have to deal like with stupid little shit, like you know electricity company not coming out on time. I, like I'll wait a day or two, but if you're making me wait a week, like there's gonna be a fucking shootout. Yeah, because come on, listen. When this when this deal hits, right? And I only say this deal because it's gonna be better living for all of us. We still gonna do this pot and shit, right? But I'm I'm with you in that boat, bro. You know, I'm I'm gonna keep this house because of sentimental value. Or, you know, I might just extend it. But I want the same shit that you want. I wanna live in a place that 
I am self-sustained, you know, and if anything, my electricity is on my own, solar panels or whatever, the same with the water, you know, the roads. If I have to do it, I have an ATV. Like, I want to have it set up in a way that if anything were to happen, I don't have to rely on anybody. I am set yeah. on my own. I'm not going to say I'm in the boondocks type of shit, but I want to set up that I have the land and I have the self-sustaining living. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if you were getting to that. But I just, I agree with what you said. I just want to add a little flavor to it. No, well, it's just that well, for me, like, shit, I don't give a fuck where it's at as long as I can have what I want. If mm-hmm. they told me right now, yo, you can have a house on Skinwalker Ranch for like 50 bucks. I'm wait, going. wait, wait. Why that name sounds familiar? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's something with that name. That's something notorious, isn't it? Like- yeah, yeah it's, it's a big area, allegedly. I forgot what state that uh, a lot of spooky shit happens. You know, like animals. In Walker or, Ranch is what they called it? Yeah. Yeah, I might want to do your Googles. It's very, yeah, very, and it's very yeah. cool. I mean, if scary, um, if scary shit happens. Yeah, like they even had... I thought you guys don't like scary shit. No, I like scary shit. Data. When I moved here, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a question for you guys, so if you guys are still okay with that. I'm all right with it. I don't know about Kenny. I guess so. He's just still quiet. <laughs> I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the oh. question. Well, my question. I mean, I did ask you guys, but I I really want to know. So, in your mindset, and I also have a follow up question, but this one first. Why is it traditionally okay to work until you're 65 and then you retire and then they say now you can live your life, compared to, you know doing that when you're 40 and stuff like why is it the norm hey work until you're 65 retire and then you're set for life it's never been something that i personally have thought of a lot but i probably most likely until you mentioned it uh in the chat because it's just like that's right because you know people don't retire with full benefits until the age of 65 if i had to guess maybe that's a personal cutoff point where they feel like 65-year-olds are at an age where they have to get taken care of or something. But I feel like it's a fucked-up practice. It's just 65 years. Like, and then you could, what, go on vacation, go to Florida, be home all day, and not have to worry about money. Like, it's, I feel like you won't be that much of a, a product of society like everyone else wants you to be, you know? I just feel like it's like the food or your retreat on a fishing rod. Like, that's the way they keep you in line. Like, oh, well, you'll get all these perks if you just really work hard and stay with us. But I don't know why, you know, it's it's okay for that. I'm happy that now more people are being open-minded, though. Yeah. You know, like, TikTok is making, you know, making people uh, financially stable. Uh, only YouTube, fans. only fans. Like, there's other other lines of income now. That people could tap into and it's not become it's not a, a point of ridicule anymore. Yeah. I mean look, yeah. a, a friend a friend of high school friend of mine just opened an OnlyFans recently. That's probably gonna be wealth right there. Uh <laughs> she, does, she doesn't listen to this, it's fine. Oh, okay. No, I was you answered my question. I was like, is that a boy or a girl? Oh no, it, no, it's a girl. She has great tits, but I can't sign up. Oh they, they, what well, she just hit your line like, yo, you know. I think it was no. on Instagram. Like, no, I, 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 think I, I think I, no, I think I like follow her on Twitter or whatever. 
but obviously Twitter is not my real name because my account's been banned. So I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta use <laughs> Ghost Twitter or whatever. Yo, what the, the his fuck? name on Twitter is G Baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking picture of you. <laughs> You'll get banned faster, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> no, but what's the follow-up question? Uh, well, the follow-up question was like, do you see yourself doing the same thing you are doing right now in a year? And I really want you to think about that. Like, think about like the patterns you're going through, or just the way your job is. Do you think you're gonna be doing the exact same thing, or are you actually gonna potentially, hopefully, do I mean, something different? In a year, for me personally, yeah, most likely. The reason why I say that is because, you know, I can sit here and say five. Uh, in you know, Anthony, you can think, you know, whatever. And Kenny as well, more. But like you, I can see you say, "Oh, well, how do you? What do you see yourself in five or ten years?" Oh, I see myself here and there. But when you tell somebody, "Where do you see yourself in one year?" and then that year comes, like, "Fuck, I'm in the same position. I really didn't go anywhere, or like, I haven't done anything that's helping me at least take one step further, like moving towards my goal or you know, or goal you found. You know, that's why I want to say one year. Uh, where do I see myself in, in a year? Probably dead, but yeah, you saw the light. Jesus Christ. No, uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm just trying to fucking still save up for a house or just uh, get more information or just doing something to get me closer to that goal. That's pretty much it. So your goal is the yeah. house. That's your, that's your ultimate goal right now and when you're moving forward to. Yeah, like once, like for example, once you know the deal hits, I get my cut. I'm gonna get my house and I'm gonna quit the podcast. Like that's <laughs> the fuck you think this is? The fuck you Damn, think this bro, is, bro? But we got paid to continue going. Like shit. <laughs> nah, yeah. Unless nah. it be like one shot and be like, oh well, y'all fucked up. Y'all didn't read the box. Y'all didn't read our contract. <laughs> Word. Yeah, said, well, yeah, I don't. Said, we can leave whenever you want. Like I like I highly doubt they gave Joe Rogan a hundred million dollar check right then and there. It's most likely in installments. So I rob yeah, and I get my house and just fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my ultimate goal. Yeah, as much as I like, you know, question it and all that. I mean, I still want a house. I want something to pass down to my kids and so on and so forth. You know. Also, they're noisy as shit. So. Well, I don't, I don't really. I, I don't. I don't know. You're right though. Like you ask somebody, you ask somebody like where you see so you see yourself in a year. Like in a sense, you're challenging challenging them men- mentally. Mm-hmm. It puts things in perspective. Like, yeah. You know, are you going to rise up to the occasion that you set up for yourself to go that far, to go, you know, further? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Because, Shit. like, you know, one year, I, I would love, you know, obviously these, these these are the parts we can't control when it comes to our viewer uh, listenership. And stuff like that. But I would love it to grow exponentially, you know, and to get that viewership in you know, it would be great just to see, like, wow, that's how many people. Like, I mean, granted, what we have now is an amazing number, you know. But to see that multiply and to keep going further. Like, my ultimate goal, you know, <clears throat> and I have the optimism. Like, I know a lot of people say, oh, you're going to have to. can't it, That can't happen a year. That can't happen two years. And I'm like, nah, you know, things can happen in six well, months. Well, when, when people say that, yeah, when people say that, they're already thinking negative. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it can't happen. Like, exactly. You, you, sh- you shouldn't say it like that. That's what I'm like. I don't pay attention to it. I always think like it can happen in a year. Shit can happen in two, two weeks. You just don't know. And my ultimate goal 
is to at least at the very least of it to be able to work from home or to be able to have a job that is close to home that can provide for the entire house. Like if I can have a job, at least for now, that can cover all the house funds and my wife doesn't have to go to work, I'll be a happy, I'll be not a happy man for the end of my life, but I'll be happy. Be like, okay, I can do this. Now nah, let's go on to the next goal. You know what I mean? That that for me would be um, an immediate goal, like a first goal. And then when you know when the pod hits, like obviously she's not gonna be working from home. But man, I just start quitting. The, I'll just quit the podcast and I start a new one called uh, just Noob. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like with with a deal, you know, like a Joe Rogan deal or fucking Amy Schumer deal, you know, and stuff like that. First, even that, even even that, call me daddy. Even call me daddy, daddy, right? I'm automatically going first and foremost and getting rid of debt. Because when shit hits the fan, if if shit hits the fan, at least we all got a a situation like, yo, shit's paid off. We can do anything in that point. You know what I mean? Paying off that library book. Bro, I have... It's it's a book called The Forge I still have. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, that would be me. And then after that, I'm just trying to try to triple... Double, triple, and just get residual income. That would be my ultimate goal. But first and foremost, after the deal, get rid of shit. Have a little side money just for leisure, travel, whatever. And have our place when we all record together. In the basement of someone's house or a separate section that we still own or et cetera. But for me in one year, it's all about just working from home or having a wife not work anymore because I do everything. That would be me, cause being a parent is a lie, and I want want her to focus all that on our daughter. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think okay, this so is a good, this is a good uh, area to end. Yeah, just no, I didn't know if I was gonna add on or say anything. You know. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'll be John Trump right now. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Wait, you got to look at your phone while you're doing it. Oh, okay, hold on. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. My man use a controller. Oh, and then you gotta you gotta start like shaking my heart. You ever, you ever notice that? Oh, I gotta I gotta you know, start you... I gotta start shaking my leg. Yeah, yeah like hard. <laughs> wait, hard wait, wait. to the point where like the camera's like this and shit. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are <laughs> Oh my we God. love you, John. We're just like, yo, you came after me with the Lord's hand, so fuck you. <laughs> but, but that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, We're I don't done? have any uh, the you other get the questions. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, this this one, this one, this is a long one. Technically, I don't think. Whoa. Anyway, episode ninety-one. An hour and a half, hour forty, hour fifty, probably. Eh, that's not that long. Yeah. I mean, Anthony had longer. Sure. <laughs> but this is the random noobs. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. Peace.